We the mafia. We the mafia. Bills mafia. Bills mafia. We the mafia. We the mafia. Bills mafia. Bills mafia. We the mafia. Bills mafia. Bills mafia. Alrighty, Bill's Mafia, what is cooking today? Welcome to the Mafia Cast. Of course, I'm your host with my two co-hosts and good friends, Casey and Mike. What is up, guys? What's going on? I love winning football games. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely better than the alternative. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it's better than be where the Patriots and Dolphins are. Right? They made it exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's not – yeah, whatever, Dolphins. That Okay, that game, to me – it's hard to explain, honestly. You guys were there, and I remember texting you guys at one point, like, "What's going on in the stadium?" Like, and and Mike, what did you what did you say to me? What what was it going was, on? Well, like early on, it was it was pretty calm. It was it was really laid back, and you know there was really no worries. I mean, everyone thought we were going to go in there and win, but not quite like that. <laughs> so, in the beginning, <laughs> yeah, very very chill, and then. Boy, did we get amped up there near the end? <laughs> it was loud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was in the beginning. It felt like a business trip. It felt like everybody was. It, it, well, if I mean, as in, it felt like everybody was there to do a job. You know, we were there to see this team go out, do a job, do one thing, and destroy the Dolphins. And they did that in the first half. And we were like, "All right, like let's go. Like this is how it's going it was supposed to." And next thing you knew, we were like, "Oh shit." Like this is go exactly how Buffalo Bills football but, goes. What is <laughs> happening? Yeah, and that and then but Josh Allen does Josh Allen things. He turns the ball over, but then he goes out and wins the football game. You know, like it was like, <laughs> it's like all he needs to do is flip a switch, and he's like, all right, like you you want to actually try to make this a game? I'll shut it right back down real quick. You know, defense it, it, stops too at the end. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like I, I it to me it didn't seem seem like the game was as close as the final score. Yeah, it kind of had that feel. Like, I think we had close to 500 yards total offense. Uh, the Dolphins had a little over 200. I, it, almost exactly the same stat line as week three when we beat them in every possible statistical category except for, unfortunately, the one that matters, yeah. and that's the scoreboard, right? Um, I, I wasn't worried going into the game, but there was some aspect of the – we're supposed to blow these guys out. Sometimes when that's the case, it doesn't happen. And you get a way scarier game or even an upset. It's happened before, right? I mean, it's the NFL. Um, but when we jumped out to 17 to nothing, I was like, here we go. Okay, we're golden. And then when in that interception that he threw, um, was it McKenzie? No. That he was trying to hit? Uh, Which time? No. The first McK interception. McKenzie was inactive. Who was it? See, I was trying to think back. I was trying to think back today to who he was. It was on the other end of the field. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Whoever it was, yeah. And I mean, props to Xavier and Howard. He that was a play. He made a really nice catch on that. Um, that I don't think most corners make, honestly. Uh, you know, I've heard some people say it was a bad decision on on Allen's part. I don't know necessarily it's a bad decision, just he could have led a little bit better, maybe a better throw. Yeah. And because he was open, he has step on him, but he just a little right. bit of an underthrow. Uh, he catches that, and we're up 21 to nothing. You John have the Dawson Knox drop in the end zone, that's 28. Um, Diggs had a drop. Uh, the what interception, to, 
I wouldn't yeah. call that Diggs touchdown a drop. I would call that a touchdown. No, yeah, that 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 was a touchdown. He, nah, he because he the ball was sliding down and he was yeah he didn't have complete control over him. You stick out your angle. hand if that ball just sticks in your hand and stops spinning. That's that's possession to me. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't. Well, yeah, so yeah, maybe we're talking about different ones. So the one that I'm talking about, we barely so got his feet in the end zone. Yeah, yeah, he got his feet. Yeah. Right oh, we're talking about the same one. Yeah. Okay. When he brought that in, the ball slid down, and he had to right. bring the other hand in and regain possession. When he had to do that, the, his foot right. was up. He had to make the, the adjustment. Yeah. See, yeah. I, so, so that's considered I was okay a with that one. Yeah. I, I the the touchdown to Knox that wasn't a touchdown. That one to me was a t- was a catch. Because Agreed. I was sitting here watching that, and I'm like, "There's no way they overturned that because there's just not enough evidence there to overturn it." Right. And so, like. You know, without conclusive evidence or proof or whatever, they know, they typically don't overturn the call on the field. And then they did. And I was like, all right, well, whatever. Uh, yeah. The interception. And then at the, once that interception happened, the first one, though, I was like, oh, okay. I, okay. Yeah. I can see how something like that, oftentimes, the opponent, hey, okay, we just stopped him. We got the ball back. And then he returned it like 50 freaking yards. Momentum. And that was yeah. the slowest return. <laughs> like I'm watching it on TV thinking, he's like walking up the field and nobody's coming after him. <laughs> was it? See, they were coming that's right what, That's the way it us. felt. Yeah. That, see, so like that's why we were seeing a lot of the lateral movement. Yeah, the different yeah. perspectives from how yeah, you can watch a sure. football game. Yeah, I'm just in here yelling at the TV like, somebody go get him. Like, what are you doing? And we were probably like, oh, my God, look how fast he is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah that is kind of weird. So uh, let's talk about the second interception. To me. That we I saw clearly. The, the DPI, you mean? Me. Yeah. Yeah. That should have been a PI. Like, when you're being hugged and the ball is four yards away from you, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think you yeah. you can catch that football. Yeah, well, even before in the route, he was holding him. Yep. And then when he came up as the ball was coming at him and he hit him from behind and, like you said, gave him the big, big old bear hug, like, how is that not called? <laughs> right. But I try to, like, take those with a grain of salt because the refs miss stuff all the time for us, against us, other teams, other games, whatever. It is what it is. Miami um, fans would have cried. Oh yeah! Oh, well, oh God! Could you imagine? Yeah, they're crying now. They're saying that this is the most that that this is the most scripted NFL game like ever. I'm like, they were oh, almost okay. handed that this thing whole a few season. times. <clears throat> they were almost handed that a few times. So they didn't capitalize, yeah. and I, we did. I've seen a lot of people, and not just uh, Dolphins fans, but a lot of NFL folks saying that this is clearly a scripted season, and the the NFL is rigged. And I'm like. I, <laughs> Okay, get out of here with that. If you can <laughs> really, keep, if you can have that many people keep a secret, kudos to you, man. Like, I, right? That's I know. Like, to me, like how that's long has the NFL same, been around? To me, that's the same 100? thing as NASA faking the moon landing. If you can keep that many people <laughs> secret, like good for you. Like you got some dirt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the NFL has been around for a hundred plus years, so it's just it's just dumb that people say say that. However, I will add this comment: if it was rigged. As long as Buffalo ends with the Super Bowl and that's part of the script, I'm all for it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, here we go. So we have a comment. 31 times is an NFL team allowed 30 points and one Buffalo is one of those 31 times. That's an interesting stat. That's it. Huh? Yeah. 
Very wow. interesting. That's almost. That's, that's really. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that is interesting. I wasn't aware of that. That's almost like the stat line that I saw. Uh, I think it was yesterday. I heard uh, Jacksonville winning that game with a negative five turnover three times. That's ever happened, where the opposing yeah. team or the losing team had five turnovers and none, or forced five turnovers and had none themselves and still lost. Did you guys watch that game? No, we didn't get to no. see any of it. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, that was a Saturday we'll get... night game. No, we were asleep yeah, by the... six six thirty seven o'clock that night. <laughs> we wanted to get together. <laughs> yeah, we were. So, out, we so were. if anybody who's listening to us ever questions or wonders who the bigger NFL fan is, that that right there tells you. You try. You're just an insomniac. Like three pounds of meat and then mac and macaroni salad and having some drinks and coming home and not falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, it's Jeez. the NFL. It's football. I can't. You know, I, I, we're going to get back to that game in a minute, but I want to go back to the Dolphins game for just a brief moment. I know we're not going to spend a lot of time on it because it's done. We want to move forward now, but um, like you said a while ago, Allen at the end towards the end of that game in the fourth quarter, second half. He just took that game back-to-back touchdowns. Um, you can almost like feel the energy from the team, like in him saying, "Okay, this is dumb. I'm taking over. I'm doing what I do." <laughs> yeah. And to that point, though, sometimes he does what he wants to do or does what he does, and it doesn't always work out, which leads to the turnovers. More of yeah. And I bring that up because I, I'm wondering what you guys and your thoughts are on Ken Dorsey. I know there's a lot of people kind of coming at him and have been for weeks. This isn't a new thing. Uh, I'd even say probably months since about the bye week. Um, what, do, what, what do you, you – know, I'll start with you, Mike, your opinion on, on Ken Dorsey. And, and do you think he's doing a good job? Do you think this is more like his play calling or is it more Josh Allen seeing something on the field and thinking he's got something? Um, I, I don't know whether – whether it's more Ken or, or Josh, it's really uh, making the call. But <clears throat> I like to think they had a couple of options. You know, he could pick pick and choose maybe. But what I what I really noticed last game uh, is that what I've heard other people say that it was sort of vanilla and not in a way that we weren't mixing it up. I feel like we were mixing up formations, but running a lot of similar plays over and over out of maybe just changing the formation a little bit. I don't know. I want to, I want to see more, I guess, but it, I, I was ready for that, for them to start turning it on. And, and like, I mean, there was some spectacular, you know, there, there were some really big plays. Um, but now are we, are we sticking to basics? Because you know, that that's what gets it done. And, and back to Scott's comment, what he said about um, those 31 teams and they've all been playoffs. Um, you know, like, Teams that win the Super Bowl, they're not like a lot of them are teams that are not just blowing out teams all season. They're just finding a way to win these games. So I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. I think he is doing a good job, and uh, I'd hate to see him go. I mean, things are things are working. We're making it happen. We're on a we're on a good run right now. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Casey? But I, I would like to see a little little pizzazz, maybe. I don't know, a little something more exciting sometimes. I've noticed a lot that Ken, a lot of Ken Dorsey's um, play calling is a lot of uh, deep shots, more vertical instead of horizontal and keeping and trying to run away downfield rather than 
and stretch the defense that way instead of trying to stretch it thin and then take the shots downfield by running those horizontal routes with Isaiah McKenzie and Stefan Diggs getting them open, getting the guys at, like getting the guys chasing them. Um, that's my really my only one knack on Ken Dorsey is I'd like to see more horizontal pass game rather than always take trying to take the deep shot. I mean, we have, I mean, we're good at the deep shots. I mean, it's clear. Allen's one of the oh, best, stop. if not the Scott. best. Sorry, um, Anthony. <laughs> is one of the best uh, deep throwers in the game. And But when you're going to take that many shots, you're going to have more turnovers. That's another th- That's something you got to realize, too. You know, I mean, like with Josh Allen, yes, he has more fumbles this year than other running quarterbacks, but he runs a lot more than other quarterbacks. You know, you compare him to Patrick Mahomes, Josh runs twice as much as him, you know, and he's – three times as physical when he runs, you know, he's he's not going to bail out um, like those other quarterbacks, but Ken Dorsey, I, I wouldn't, I don't want to see him go. If he left, I wouldn't be like, like I I wouldn't be completely torn. Um, I guess that's just because we haven't, it's only been one year with him. You know, it hasn't, it wasn't the four years that we had with Dable. And so we saw, we saw him grow with Josh Allen. Um, Ken Dorsey, he still needs to go through that growing process, and that's what he's doing now, in my opinion. He's only going to get better as an offensive coordinator. So imagine what he can do next year with Josh Allen right. and whatever weapons are added in this offseason. Well said. That was my biggest point right there is he's essentially a rookie in this role. Yeah. Do we expect rookie quarterbacks to come in and wow us right off the bat? Do we expect rookie wide receivers and wow us right off the bat? No, we don't in most cases. Um so with with uh, Ken Dorsey, it, it, there's a learning curve. And I even tweeted this out the other day about that, like telling people, get off of him. I think he's doing a good job. We're a top five offense. We're second in the league in scoring. Like, you don't suck as a coordinator and have the second highest scoring offense in the, in the NFL. I mean, you just don't. Now, a lot of that I know is the talent carrying them. But find me an offensive coordinator that, is going to be second in the league with no talent on his. On the, I mean, it always comes back ultimately to the talent on the field, and that's my thing. My second point: he calls the plays. This game is in, in its simplest form is very basic. You line up against a guy across from you and you beat him. You execute the play. You do that. You're going to be successful regardless of what you call. Even if the defense knows the play, if you beat them on that play you're going to be successful. So it ultimately comes down to the players executing the plays and, you know, uh, moving the ball forward. I think a lot of times some of these plays, and I I heard a lot of it from the cover one guys uh, in this game specifically because Miami was bringing a lot of uh, zero blitz, a lot of cover one stuff as well. And you attack that by going over the top. That's what you do. Now, the flip side of that, and I did say this as well during the game, we were up, I think, 10, and I said, okay, this is the point now in the game. I think there's 10 minutes left where you, you start running the ball and you hit these short passes, kill the clock, shorten the game. And as soon as I tweeted that out, it was back-to-back deep balls to Gabe Davis, and I'm like, ugh. So it's frustrating as a fan to see that, but at the same time, if he hits those, that's ball game. Like, we put up another touchdown, and it's game over. And we're all like, oh, what a gutsy call. You know, we do that to every coach. It's always if it doesn't work out, you're an idiot. If it does, you're a genius. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's just the it's way true. the fans think. Yeah. Um, 
So really quick, just kind of give you guys a heads up. Anthony Stock here is actually a former military buddy of mine. Oh, um, yeah. So he was previously a Chiefs fan when we were in the army together. He has since converted to I don't know what it is about my friends and Vikings, but another Vikings fan. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say I How think do I you said convert. That's what I want to know. I think I said number Scott one because we always have Scott on here who is the Vikings yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. And I saw now he did somewhere. switch over and become a Vikings fan some time ago. It was not. It was pre Patrick Mahomes and everything, so it wasn't you know any of that. And I don't think really either team was doing a whole heck of a lot at the time. But we uh, need the reasoning. <laughs> we need the reasoning. But now I remember Anthony and who he is, and thank you for your service. Agreed. Not you, Papa. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he contributed. I contributed a little bit. Um, we were so we spent the first four years in the army together at Fort um, Fort Hood, Texas, and then we both kind of went in different directions after that. But obviously, we stayed in touch. Um, so we didn't go to Iraq together. But so I want to throw this up here really quick. This is from from Tony. Where to go? Uh, here it is. Buffalo's two seasons till Allen Big Boy's second contract kicks in. He just, I think it was a six year extension, wasn't it? So I think we have more than a couple years still. Because I think he just signed that at like two seasons yeah. ago. Wasn't it? Or, yeah, but, two seasons ago. But it's like all magical numbers because Bean can literally be like, Josh, sign your name here. And we have like $30 million of cap space. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, and, and you say that bringing up this point Converted because to a bonus. Tony says that's your Super Bowl window. So he's basically saying that we got two more years. Do or get her done. How many years does Josh Allen play football? That's our Super Bowl window. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. As long as he's um, here. So Sorry, here's his it, reasoning. It, it didn't matter who was around Brady. He traded Tony Gonzalez and then traded Jared Allen. That's when he's, he basically followed Allen or yeah, Jared to, to Minnesota. And I do hear that actually from a lot of people. If they do change teams, it's because of certain players that leave the team, whether it's via trade or, or whatever. Uh, one of my buddies here used to be a former, one of my neighbors was a former 49ers and was huge Joe Montana guy. And when Montana went to KC, he started following Montana over there in Kansas city. And it just kind of, you know, grew into a fandom in that way. Let me ask you guys this. We bring that up, and I'll start with I you, I was Casey. just about to ask you. God if Allen leaves. <laughs> no. The answer is no. The answer is no. You're, you're still going to be a Bills fan 100%. Oh, yeah. Well, 100%. yeah, but I'll I'll still root it, for Josh. It depends Unless on we're, how he, it also depends on how he goes Imagine out. facing him in the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> if he went if out he, like, like what that bullshit that LeBron did when he went to the Heat, and he had like some big old spectacle. I'd be like, all right, you're a total douche. Like, I don't want, it, all that went to charity though. I don't, go to charity. I don't care. I don't care. Like, even LeBron says I did that so wrong. Something, something. I uh, know, and I did see that, but something good came of that still. So it's okay. We'll we'll give it the past. But Josh uh, still, will always okay. have a special spot. Um, you he, said he will be rooting for Josh will. Allen. What if? And you know, we know this would never happen. But what if it was the Patriots? What if he got traded to the Patriots or he signed with the Patriots? I hope he Similar breaks when both Bruce his Smith legs. left Buffalo, he signed with then Redskins. I was so mad at him. <laughs> like, seriously? I'd be mad at him at that point. I mean, I don't know. I'd <laughs> how do you replace him? So you pretty much just give up at that point. Um <laughs> and then right off well, the bills is losing and and 
I guess out of good sportsmanship, I'd like to see him do good for what he's uh, done here for us. <laughs> well, let's not talk about that. This is this worries me. <laughs> this worries me. I don't. I <clears throat> like I said, it mainly be about like what, how he goes out. You know, does he go out and he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, this just this just doesn't work. We need to blow it. Like, does he go out like Russell Wilson? Because Seattle hates Russell Wilson now. You know. So, like, does he go out like that? Because he, he didn't adhere himself to the community, though, the way Allen has. Like, the no, community. but he got him a Super Bowl. I mean, that that's like yeah. the same. That's the same thing, basically. <sighs> like, in my eyes, that's just as you bring him a Super Bowl, or you're like that equal to the community. Like, to me, that's the same thing. I don't know. I my team's never won a Super Bowl, so I can't. I say. know. I know. <laughs> Not till this year. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to oh, happen, boy. right? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we'll get off of that kind of depressing conversation. Um, yeah. Yeah, why'd you do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and – Okay. Vikings were my second favorite team when they traded the farm for Herschel Walker. And you guys weren't alive then. No. No. Mike, were you, you weren't yet, were you? Uh, what I don't know. Mike, how old are you? <laughs> what year were you born? 90. So I okay. Yeah, I'm you ten years older than been. the year twenty three. I will be. Okay, I'll be thirty three in July. And maybe Tony can can give me clarification for sure. That Herschel Walker trade, I believe, happened in eighty nine or ninety. Um, are you guys familiar no. with the Herschel Walker trade? No, no. Okay, this is what. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, as Bills fans, you should know this because this is ultimately why Buffalo lost those two Super Bowls against the Cowboys in the 90s. Everything it, it is. legit is. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dallas Leave Cowboys, they had, they had Herschel Walker, okay, one of the best running backs in the game at the time. Some people say one is. of the best to have played. And the Cowboys traded him to the Vikings, and basically they got – so he says I, I was around. Know. It must have been early '90s. Yeah, it was. It was like '89, '90, somewhere around there. Okay. Um, before this trade, here's some trade for The Cowboys starting football. quarterback. Okay. Yeah, maybe the the Cowboys starting quarterback was a guy named Babe Loffenberg. Babel Loffenberg. Babe. B a b e. Babe Loffenberg. Exactly. <laughs> they were bad. The Cowboys were so bad, <laughs> even with Walker. So they make this trade. And somebody that's listening, if you could throw up the actual trade details, that would be cool. But the Cowboys got a ton of draft picks that resulted in Russell Maryland, Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin, like all these phenomenal players that they built that 90s dynasty with and then subsequently beat the crap out of the Bills in the Super Bowl and one of the worst defeats in the history of Super Bowls. Actually, I think might have been the worst. Isn't it not the worst? 52 to 17. That is, what's the, what's worse, losing like that or the way the Falcons lost? So Emmett Smith came out of that trade. Yeah. It was a huge trade. Because there were some picks involved. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I'm reading that now. It was huge. And even today, a lot of people will tell you it's the biggest lopsided trade in the history of the game. Like it built that Cowboys dynasty. Wow. So that's the reason why. Fans, okay, 89. And eight, 18 players. Wow. Holy. It was it was insane. Yeah. So it was you a year look before it up, Casey, me. after the show. That's crazy, insane. crazy trade. 
That is why. Well, you do see trades like that, but not quite like that. I think. I mean, Russell Wilson trade was pretty goddamn close. I was going to say, the Russell Wilson is probably the closest one that I've seen since then. And maybe there are some others that I just don't recall, but yeah. Um, that was, yeah, crazy. And that's the reason why I like with Aaron Rodgers. If I'm the Packers, I trade him. Oh, get rid of him. If I'm the 49ers, if I'm the 49ers, trade Lance. Because right now, yeah, yeah, right now he's still worth something. If he comes out next season, the longer they would wait on a trade for that, the the less the value becomes for him. The less he's playing, or even if he does play and he sucks, well, there goes your value out the window for sure. Not even if he sucks. If he just plays the way he was this past year, I mean, that wasn't that great. Uncle Joe to the rescue. Minnesota Vikings received Herschel Walker, Dallas's third round pick, 1990. Wow. Mike Jones, San Diego's fifth round pick. Reggie Thornton, you... Dallas's tenth round pick. Pat Newman. And there's more to it as well. I'm sure there were more coming. It was, yeah, insane uh, trade. And this this says the. It must be the draft picks turned into players such as Emma Smith, Russell Maryland, Kevin Smith, and Darren Woodson. So they're also yeah, Kevin there. Smith, hey, Darren Woodson, Darren both... Woodson too. Oh my god! Yeah, I they must they have built that team off of that trade. Legit, they did. Now, props to the Cowboys organization for making good picks out of those trade. Those, oh, when you make moves like yeah, that, I guess you that, gotta win. That's another part of it, Ronnie. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's we all crap on Jerry Jones. And for how he runs a team, but we can say that he like they draft well. Micah Parsons, the best player that came out of that draft, hands down. Ezekiel Elliott, his first three years in the NFL, I mean, hands down the best running back in the NFL. Um, Dak Prescott, CD Lamb, I mean, Michael Gallup, they pulled pulled him at the height of Elliott's career. There's still a guy named uh, Peterson, Jesus, what's his freaking name? Adrian, Adrian, thank you. Who might have been the best running back in the league at the time? But you're. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, it, they 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 draft well. I mean that he always has, and it's odd. It weirds me out like that. That's the one thing he's good at is getting the cheap young talent. That's America's yeah. team. You know, players I think want to go there too. Don't ever see sort of a team on the show. They don't, but they don't like sign. <laughs> don't say that. They Not for really long. They ain't. Signed too many free big time free agents. I mean, hell, they miss out on Vaughn. You know, that's his hometown team, and he still chose not to go there. Most of the draft success for Walker was Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, that was the head coach of the Cowboys at the time as well, Jimmy Johnson, uh, who came over from the college ranks, coached for Miami, won a national championship with him, came over to the NFL. He's probably, in my opinion, the most successful college coach to make the transition to the NFL because most of the time they fell. <laughs> so this is, this is something I was going to bring up too. I think Rodgers is going to go to the – if I was the Raiders, I'd be like, here's my first round picks this year, next year, the following year, and like two-thirds. Well, there was it's a comment uh, Rodgers made on the jersey trade at the end of the game that he wanted to hold on to that one. That's what you said. You said yeah. that he would – I forget told, who was trying to trade with him now, but he said, I'm going to hang on to this one. Jameson Williams. Yes. Jameson asked to swap. Yeah, that's crazy. See, I don't think he's going to play in Green Bay next year. Did you see his comments on um, the Pat McAfee show? Mm-hmm. Basically asking him about if he's nah. like can still play at a high level. 
and he said that yeah he can still play at a, oh, at a high level i think I and see this. can still win an mvp is that with green bay or somewhere else i don't know so two things i pull out of that one obviously i don't know part whether to that's in green bay or not but number two and this was brought up um on earlier today, I was watching NFL Network, and they brought this up. The fact that he said, I can still play at a high level and win an MVP, as opposed to I can play at a high level and help a team win a Super Bowl, kind of tells you what kind of person Aaron Rodgers is, in my yeah. opinion. And I, I agree with that because I like the Lombardi Trophy should be numero uno, like aside from all the accolades. And, and that's one reason why I love our guy, our QB1, Josh Allen. He doesn't care about all that stuff. Yeah, it's great. It's nice to have. Put it up on the mantle, collect dust, right? You want that that Lombardi trophy. That's what it's all about, and that's what players should be playing for. And unfortunately, some are not. They're playing for the dollar signs, which, okay, fine. I get it. It's life-changing, blah, blah, blah. Tell somebody who's currently unemployed. I don't care. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, So you got but He Aaron also Rogers doesn't want to be part of a rebuild either, I think he said. But who? I, mean, I who don't would, blame him for that. Yeah, who would? I mean, it, it's, it's not same like thing he's with Brady. Got a lot of years left. I, it so. depends. He's what 39? Yeah. yeah. If he can I pull mean, a Brady. Yeah. Are you guys ready for this one? No. <laughs> who yeah. would you guys rather? Ha- who would you rather have right now? If Tua could stay healthy and protected. <laughs> See, I I don't know. That kind of goes back to some of the, the questions that have been asked about, like, would, like, how important is getting that one trophy for you? Like, let's say, what is a good example? Like the Jets, maybe. I think they have a Super Bowl-quality defense. They've got some talent on the offensive side of the ball. They've got a good offensive line. You plug in Aaron Rodgers into that offense and that team, they're probably a Super Bowl contender instantly, right? Would you disagree? Could no. you say that with Tua? Mm. No, not with those weapons. Yeah. See, I think Aaron Rodgers would make That's that team a Super Bowl contender. I don't I don't think Tua does. Just be I, yeah. maybe next season Tua will prove me wrong, but I still feel like Waddle and Hill are making him what he is right now, and, you know, as far as the, the statistical part of it. Um, and I also don't think that Tua can last a full season anyways. Like, he has yet to do it. And, unfortunately, it's a, it does suck, but you keep getting these concussions. It just gets worse and worse every time. It becomes easier and easier to get them. Like, the last yes, one that he yes, got – Yeah, the last one that Tua got – it. I mean, I wasn't on the field. I wasn't the one with the helmet smashing my head on the ground, but it didn't look that bad. Like, you see guys hit the ground all the time and bounce their head off, and they just jump right up, and they're fine, whatever. So I, I yeah. am concerned for Tua's longevity. But, again, yeah. it was the next day that he reported the symptoms, you know. So is it going to be more – with if he keeps getting more of these, is it going to be more long offset? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, is it going to take him longer to realize? Like, is it not always going to be instant? Because, hmm. I mean, obviously, I, <laughs> obviously, they're not playing right now. But, I mean, I you got to wonder if he'd clear concussion protocol if they were playing this week. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I did see a lot of people calling for, you know, they should just put him on the shelf for the rest of the season regardless because he yeah. needs time to heal. 
and, and maybe that's what they were planning on doing. I don't know. I think I they can't were... believe with how safe this league tries to be at times about it that that happened the way it did. I know. Yeah. Well, that's on the Dolphins. True. And and somewhat to a like the first time when it happened in Buffalo, I know it wasn't a recorded concussion, but we all know. Um, but you know, you get your bell ring, you want to get back in there and show you're tough and get it done. Yeah. But But you know, as after a couple times, I get it as a young young guy, you feel like, oh, I'm good, I'm a man, you know. But yeah, Um, I do want to bring this up because this is a good point. As much as we all do not like Mr. Brady. He did this a lot. So yeah, that was also when like teams were not making as much money. The salary cap was a lot lower. He was making $25 million a year, which is like today's $40 million a year because the, the cap is so high now and it's only going up and up and up. Yeah. Well, to this point though, I do believe Allen will do the same. I would not yeah. be shocked if this off season, they restructure his, his contract and he even if they need to take a pay cut i have no doubt they'd be like yeah do what you got to do and let's bring in some more talent um if it's what needs to happen to sign resign Edmonds and oliver and poyer i i don't think hands down he's like yeah let's do what we got to do well, look, when it well, comes Mahomes, super bowls Mahomes and then did. run the team into the ground and give him his payday <laughs> look at what mahomes did the year after he the year after he signed that 10 year 500 million dollar contract he immediately reworked it to give them what $30 million, $40 million of cap space. It's the exact same thing as Josh Allen. Like his yeah. contract is like the one contract the Bills don't need to worry about. Cause like I said, it's pen to paper, instant cap value. Yeah. I agree with Anthony here too, Aaron. He wants some weapons and he, oh. he's not just going to go to any old team. But that's but why the Jets no. would be good. I mean, right. they have good, they have good young wide receivers and they have Tyler Conklin and CJ Uzama at tight end. And which brings up three good running backs. Which brings up Anthony's next point. His Aaron Rodgers' only Super Bowl was a number three defense, and that's what the Jets have. I don't know if they're number three, but they're one of the top defenses in, 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 in the game. And that's why I I would say that he would make them instantly a Super Bowl contender. Um, okay. Well, this is all off-season stuff. We got a game this week. I know. Guys. What are we doing? Know, we? <laughs> Wait, are we done talking about last game yet? Yeah, we're moving on from the Dolphins. Their their season's over, and we're over talking about them. We're done. Well, there's one they more thing not... to talk about, though. Oh, there is one more thing we got to talk about. There is a. Uh... Go ahead. Hey. Up there. There we go. Come on, Mister. Wings of the week is our uh, version of like the MVP or player of the game or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> this is Casey's baby. He thought of, and I think it's brilliant. So it go was a big hit. It. it was fun. It was a yeah, lot was. of fun. We uh, so there we have it this week in Kyrie. We the three of us have been going back and forth pretty much since the game about who we thought deserved it. And I've been locked, <laughs> yeah. I've been locked in on Josh Allen just because I know he had three turnovers, and we all agreed that two of them were his fault. And that the interception from the DPI like that's that's like the Isaiah McKenzie interceptions earlier in the season that just went right through his hands. You know, he can't control that. Um, yeah. But Kair, I mean, that one interception, that should be that shouldn't be the number one. It should be the number three in zero passes def- defense. I mean, that that guy <laughs> had his hands on three footballs. And I was telling Mike, if Tyreek Hill, the one against Tyreek, if he didn't turn around and just randomly swing his arm 
that ball, I mean, that was in his <laughs> chest, you know, that yeah. he just got batted out. I mean, that was an easy one. Another one that he let go right through his hands on the other side of the field. Um, he's just an athletic freak. I mean, he's so yeah. fast and he's very physical at the line of scrimmage and downfield. And everybody was worried about him being so handsy downfield in the draft process. And it's paid off so far. I mean, look at Sauce Gardner. He doesn't get called for the DPIs and Elam hasn't either. I think it's time for, for Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier to turn the page on Dane Jackson. I mean, I think I've been, <laughs> I I've, been <laughs> I've been clamoring for this all year, but I mean, Kyrie, I mean, he's, he's shown up big in big moments. He had the interception against the Ravens. You know, he had, he had this interception against the Dolphins. He's played very well this year. I think he's, de- he's deserving of it. Yeah. It looks going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Christian receiver shoulders. <laughs> Christian Benford is back in, in practice and he was getting the starts over Elam at the beginning of the season. Like he was out playing him initially. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the team and the coaches do when all these guys are healthy. Like this off season is going to be, it'll be fun to watch um, to see, you know, you know, who goes where, what they do with who, and hopefully Poirier gets re-signed. I do want him to finish out his career here, but we also have some really, really good young talent in that secondary. So it's going to be fun to watch these guys. Um, before we move on, I mean, just kind of hit up on one of our sponsors here really quick. Uh, Spoon Liquor Cakery got a big party coming up. Need some yummy and delicious cookies or cupcakes? Sarah, Spoon Liquor Cakery is your go-to. Just give her a call or text 315-283-6770 and let her know that Mafia Cast sent you and receive a 10% discount on your order. You can also find her on Facebook at Spoon Liquor Cakery on Instagram, Spoon underscore Liquor. That's right. We might even have more cookies at the game this week. There you go. Mike room surprise. Oh, I've heard the cookies are good. I don't know. I've heard the cookies are good. Oh, yeah. We got to stitch some out to Ronnie. God dang it. How do we we always forget this? We'll get him there eventually. (laughs) Still waiting. We're doing a lot of things for Ron. We're trying to get him to the game. We're trying to get cookies. We pitched to this game last minute. I mean, you got to cut us some slack. Yeah. But shout out to Elam <laughs> stepping in when we needed him, stepping up, and he got his wings. I, yeah. Uh, I would like to see more of him. I'd love to in sit fact, down with I him. Wanted, some wings. But. I just want to throw this up really real quick. One last thing from Anthony. He ain't going to the Jets. I, maybe he doesn't. I, I don't know. Um, but it would be kind of funny because, you know, Brett Favre went from <laughs> the Packers to the Jets. and But – uh. I want to touch on one other thing about, about Kyrie Elam. And I think it was the almost interception that you were just talking about. If you watch that whole play, Hill goes in motion and Elam has to chase him down. Elam's got some damn wills. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, he does. Man, I, I've heard. I knew you're talking about sauce. Run, guy. He kind of reminds me of him too. Similar size, you know, similar. Yeah, they are build. similar body size and build. Um, it's going to be, you know, exciting to watch him as his career grows. And I tell you what, man, if if he becomes what he's showing right now, and we've got White on the other side after a full off season of being fully healthy, and you know, going through OTAs and all of that stuff, and all these, Von Miller comes back next year. I know we're still on this season. We're going to get to this game in a minute, but man, our future's bright. Holy crap! Yeah. Two year yes, windows, Tony. No. No, we're like a decade at least. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. And, and I don't just say that because of just because of Josh Allen or the talent that we have right now, but you look at, and you talked about this a while ago, um, 
with the Cowboys in their draft history. And we're, you know, even going back to the early 90s, McDermott's doing the same stuff right now with, with this Bills team. Is he missing on some of them? Of course. You know, they all do. But I haven't seen a GM draft as well for this long period of time since the early 90s with the Bills when Bill Bowling would put uh, put that team together with Jim Kelly and Thurman Thompson Audrey, and all those guys. So that to me is a even a bigger reason, honestly, than Josh Allen of why I believe as long as Brandon Bean stays around, that window for the Super Bowl is who knows how long, maybe 20 years. The Patriots had a 20-year Super Bowl window, so why can't Buffalo? Exactly. I agree. I mean, it's true. And they don't draft well. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Suck at drafting. Ain't that the truth? (laughs) All right. All right. um, Let's talk about some striped kittens. Are we? I'm ready to talk some trash. (laughs) Okay. We'll get to that. We we do have a couple of other things we're going to get to here a little bit later. Um, We had one of our listeners a couple weeks ago wanted us to talk about the MVP race and Josh Allen compared to Mahomes. Following the DeMar Hamlin tragic event, we kind of obviously put that on all on hold. So we are going to talk about that, though. We'll get to that later. Let's talk about this game, though, right now. Bills Bengals, keys of the game. I, I hope you thought about this ahead of time, Mike, and, and have some thoughts. Casey, go first. <laughs> oh, and he's going to steal him from that's, me. That's so <laughs> Got to mess with me. I love it. All right. <laughs> Just keep going. My friend who runs the uh, stampede for the Bills, I te- when I texted him about going to this Bengals game, he said, so you're riding the wave. And that's like the perfect way to put this game is ride the wave. You know, we've last year the Rams won all, play- all the playoff games leading to the Super Bowl by three. And nobody remembers that. Nobody cares. They got to the Super Bowl and they won the game. And I was talking to another buddy of mine today to where I don't care what the game is, what the score of the game is at this point at all. It doesn't matter. I mean, are we, were we supposed to ball at the Dolphins? Yes. But they're our division rival. This is the third time we've played them, you know, the second time in just about a month. It was actually almost exactly a month. You know, it's going, that was going to be a tough game no matter what. It's the, and it's the playoffs just right on top of it. I think it's just ride the wave. Keep doing what you're doing. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And we're, we just put up 31 points or whatever it was, 33 points. And 34. 34. Or, and Yeah. Yeah, 34-31. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're going to win football games doing that. And we saw this. We saw the stat. There's been 31 teams that have won a football game by and given up 30 points. What's the chances that happens two weeks in a row? How often do teams go to the Super Bowl back-to-back? Hard, hardly ever. I mean, the last teams to do yeah, it was the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, the last teams to do it was the Chiefs, and they barely did it. Um, I just think that I, mean, I can't remember who I was watching, but they called the Bills like a team of destiny. They're like, after all the tragic and excuse the French, but the bullshit that this team has gone through this entire year between the blizzards, the top shooting, um, and everything else, Tamar Hamlin, everything just. It seems like it's just kind of when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. It was like a storybook ending. You know, the backup quarterback has to come in for the MVP leader Don't and they went and they win the Super Bowl. And Don't it's kind of like it's kind of like the same like a, it's like a story writing itself. You know, <clears> the only the only way I see this ending is the Bills winning a Super Bowl. 
So it's just keep doing what you're doing. Really quick, I want to answer Tony's question of where is the Buffalo game. The game is in Buffalo this weekend, so we do have that going for us. Um, Mike, what are you what 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 are your thoughts on the game? Uh yeah, I like what Casey said. Ride the wave. You know, we're on a run here. We gotta gotta keep it together. I like I said, I I say the same thing I said last week. I want to I want to see him open it up a little more, and I want to see some. I don't know some more more. Um, I don't want to say trick plays, but you know what I mean. Something something a little little more than the the basics. I mean the basics work and it gets it done, but God, does it worry us sometimes? And I know taking <laughs> risky plays will can can end uh, not so well, but I don't know. <laughs> so, so I feel, a lot, be- I feel a lot better beating a team by two possessions at least, maybe. Of course, so, yeah, for, well, sure, for uh, sure. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. So, so but, that, stay up, stay up. Get a get ahead and stay ahead stay and just there. keep yeah. rolling. Um, and God, protect that football, <laughs> protect that football, minimize turnovers, don't get any. And there's Casey's dog, yeah, oh, man, like every week, <laughs> right? Hey, man, you try controlling a one year old chocolate lab, <laughs> but everyone's everyone's got to be there, ready to play, and we just got to outshine the other guys, you know, we just got to be Even the one, it's just by a little bit, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, um, I'm kind of going to echo both of what you guys were saying, really, because, yeah, there's just – and I said this at the beginning of the year, there was just something about this season that felt different. And and I'll say this, I, I'll guarantee you if Buffalo wins the Super Bowl, there's going to be a movie about this season. Oh, there will be a 30 for <laughs> 30 so fast. Yeah. So Not fast. even a 30 for 30. There's going to be an actual movie, and, you know, Tom Hanks is going to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who would he? Who would he play? Who would Tom Hanks? Obviously, yeah. Tom Hanks. He can play Brandon Bean. I don't know. He probably could. could. (laughs) Um, but also to your point, Mike. Yeah, these turnovers got to stop, man. Like, you take the look at this game against the Dolphins. Take those turnovers out of the picture. We held them to thirteen points, and we score at least probably ten more ourselves. Like 44 to 13. And the only other thing that I will add, God, can we stop dropping the damn ball? Yeah. Like <laughs> we can. Is, I know we can. What what is going on? <laughs> like we lead the league and drop passes. First or second. I think number one. I think we're number one in drop passes. But is that because we're, we're the, passing a lot? Well, that see, that's the thing. It's there, the whole bo- it's the whole volume it. metric. That's probably part of it. Um and and that, that that's something we can look at actually, you know, and we can bring that up next week. You know, what are the percentages of drops? But like Gabe Davis is towards the top of the league individually, and he doesn't have that many targets compared to the others. You know, some of the top receivers in this league. Um, but like we were saying before this game, uh, playoff Gabe's a thing. Just like playoff Allen's a thing, so is playoff Gabe. Like, I, it's crazy when these guys come alive for these types of games, and. Why can't you just do that all season? Like we'd be undefeated if Gabe Davis was like this all season. I know that's a long year. It's Can a you, long year for these guys. Gabe had like the it quietest hundred yard game ever. <laughs> yeah, last game. Like nobody, everybody is still. I feel like he is kind of a him. quiet guy. And he, I mean, he's yeah, he's quiet. I mean, he's funny. Like if you catch him on like yeah. those um, like the little videos of Josh Allen when they're out golfing and stuff. But he like it was just it was weird. People are bashing him. I'm like, dude, we had like. He had six catches, like 106 yards, and a touchdown. At what 
what more do you want from the guy? I understand he, I mean, he's not going to catch every single pass. Look at Stefan Diggs. Mike and I joke about it when we're playing Madden. Oh, Diggs had his one drop, so he's going to catch every football the rest of the game. Yeah. He does. It seems like he does it once a game. Like, okay, it's the same thing with Davis, you know? It, but people highlight because nobody's going to crap on Diggs. That's a great highlight, player, you know? Davis. Yeah. You take a mistake and you turn it into something. Yeah. Well, and, and I, okay. What you just said, Casey, nobody's going to crap on Diggs because it's Diggs. I feel that's a lot of the reason why people are crapping on Dorsey because they don't want to crap on Allen or Diggs. Agreed. Like, oh, Agreed. no, no, no. We can't blame the players. This has to be a coach. They, yep. they were all over Dayball last year and the years prior. Like, oh, he's not aggressive enough. We got to leave. We need to, like, go for the jugular and keep scoring points. Dorsey's doing that. We're trying to. And, and it's, it's not like, oh, Dorsey's, well, like, making bad calls and – I mean, yes, there has to be a balance I don't think he's making there. bad calls, but he's – I don't either. He makes questionable I, calls sometimes, but so does everybody. My wife questions like, everything I Like do. you got to get like, the players – you got to get consistency first before you can move on from yeah. playing the basic game. Yeah. Now, me being the type of, I guess, coach that I would be if I was – I would run the ball more. But it's not who he is. It's not who this team is, and that's well, fine. How, but it's also how effective would you be running the football? You know, because the Bills all aren't always that effective. You know, running, trying to run the football. Yeah. So if it's not working, then do what works. You know, that that is when they try to get Allen in the rhythm, and they do start throwing those little checkdowns, those four, five, six yard hitch routes, and then they go back to try and take the shots again. You know, that's kind of how they get the rhythm back in offense. Just jump yeah. starting the engine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the offense isn't built around a running game. They no, are built to pass. That's what they're. That's what they do. Like I, I just wondered, do Baltimore fans say, "Oh, our OC sucks because he doesn't throw enough"? Like that team is built to run the ball. Our team is built to throw the ball. You have the best arm in football. I'm not going to say he's the best quarterback because I don't want to get everybody's all in an uproar about Mahomes and stuff, which we'll probably do that here later. But <laughs> I don't think too many people would argue that like. Purely physically, Allen has the strongest arm in the game. Why wouldn't you just use that? Like, why would you hand it off to Devin Singletary? No offense to Singletary, but he's not Travis Henry. Or not Travis Henry. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry. Travis Henry goes he's back to the ways. He's definitely not Travis Bills, Henry either. Lore. No, he's not. Um, but because <laughs> he's not a power back. Travis Henry is more of a oh power back. Oh, my God. Back. I didn't mean that. that. That's for you, Sorry, Casey. Casey. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Um, We're getting short on Josh time. Allen versus Joey B. Bills average 28.4 per game. Bengals 26, 42, and 40. I, You know, I was uh, looking at their stats earlier today, um, and to Uncle Joe's point, they were eerily similar, like so close. Probably the biggest discrepancy or difference in them was the completion percentage. I believe Joey was around 68, maybe over 68, and Josh Allen's like around 63, 64. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Burrow um, had like not even 200 more yards on about, I think it was like 80 or 90 more pass attempts, something like that. You know. Yeah, but, if I remember right, he's only averaging like maybe 10 yards per game more yeah. yards wise. So, so they are uh, really, really. That's close. not that like outstanding. You know what I'm saying? Like when people say, "Oh, he was higher in yards," okay, he literally threw for like an extra two yards a game against. Yeah. Like, compared <laughs> compared to my quarterback, like so, no. Like get out of here with that. I hate that kind of stuff. Allen had forty two touchdowns on to, average. Yeah, two sixty seven. You only get to boast if your dude was first. 
in Joe. Other than that, like uh, you're literally like five to ten yards a game difference. Yeah, um, there's some some conversation going on here in the chat about the neutral field versus not, and then we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but before <laughs> we do that, I want to kind of throw this up here because we're talking about the, this Bengals game, and um, I'm actually in the middle of writing an article for BuffaloLowdown.com, and I'm going to talk about this very thing. The lion or lions, <laughs> the Bengals line is in shambles right now. They have two starters and three, both tackles included, are probably not going to be in this game. So two tackles and a guard. If Buffalo's well, front four, Oliver and Rousseau specifically, don't take advantage of that, that's a problem. <laughs> like they better. They should. This is the they game. Should be able this to is dominate. the game that Oliver is going to prove this needs to be the game that Oliver needs to prove that I don't he, think Von he Miller, gets that extension. This uh, is if that, if they're out, then that's at Oliver needs to be like, this is why you need to keep me around. Yeah. Um, and Tony, yeah, Von Miller, he's out for the year with the, uh, as a PCL or ACL, ACL. Um, you, you bring up Oliver. And one of the things that um, I've heard talked about with oh. him is he, <laughs> He tends to dominate when the offensive line is more inferior, which is unfortunate. We really need Oliver to become that um, Aaron Donald type. Not Maybe not to that level, obviously, because there's only one yeah, Aaron Donald. I mean, but somebody who can consistently put some pressure on the quarterback, regardless of who's blocking him. We I don't think that's really what Anthony that was getting him. at, is that we need Vaughn. <laughs> oh, yeah. he would be a nice addition. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see his second comment yeah, yeah. there. Obviously, Von Miller will be a huge boost, but unfortunately, is, is Tony <laughs> that's not just happen. like all grumpy because he like his Vikings are on the couch watching this football game? Oh man, you had like, to go. I mean, they been, like they lost to Daniel. We're Jones. trying to gain viewers, not lose them. <laughs> I mean, have, they lost to literally the Bills' scraps. Yeah. Yeah, Isaiah Hodgins. I'm loving me some Isaiah Hodgins right oh, now. Who is it? He Are was you kidding me. He was on right. NFL Network earlier today too. Um, they were doing a little interview with him, um, and he was talking about uh, Stefan Diggs and Dayball and his time with Buffalo and how much he learned and just learned about how to prep for the game, how to practice, how to work out, how to you know study film and just how to be a professional and all of those things. And it is unfortunate that he didn't get the opportunity here in Buffalo or. There were you guys in Buffalo, not here because you know. Um, I, and I, I wouldn't mind if I could have like a one on one with uh McDermott and, and Brandon Bean and be like, So, what happened? Like, what, what, what why'd you keep him over McKenzie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know, it's just strange to me that sometimes you know, again, I'm not going to put anything. Put those two guys down because they've done a phenomenal job building this roster. Oh god! And they have missed on a few. Wyatt Teller's another one. Like they just. But without losing Wyatt Teller, we don't get Josh Allen. <laughs> Wyatt Teller was well after Josh Allen. Mm. We traded the oh, pick Wyatt Teller and Tyrod and the picks to Cleveland, which is what ultimately turned out to jo- turned into Josh Allen. I'll have to double check that because I thought he came after Allen. But anyways, we'll move forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about. We didn't do scores. Oh, and there yet. was one other. What's that? Scores. We talked keys, but not scores. Are we going to do scores? 
Yeah, we will in a minute. You need to oh, okay. slow down. All right. <laughs> um, Get antsy, can you tell? This is exciting. Oh, my gosh. What is his name? Hold on. Hold on. Let me find it. Jim, George, Bill, it's another, Frank, Chris. It's another injury. Well, yeah. I mean, the offensive line, yes. It's, Are you talking it's, about the corner? Yeah. Awuzie. I can't remember the Ch- Ch- Chidobi. Chidobi Awuzie. Yeah. So he's I've I've heard I've read that he's their number one corner. He's been out for a while though. Um the Bengals pass defense is 16th in the league regular season obviously. Uh, I think that's where Buffalo can have the advantage. One in the trenches. I think our pass rush just the four guys in front can get to Burrow and then um I think if Allen and our receiving core can take advantage of, of a weak Bengals secondary, I think we can make just enough plays um, in both the passing game and on the pressure, pressuring Burroughs to come away with this with a win. However, because true to Buffalo Bills this season, it's going to be freaking close. We're going to pull ahead, and then we're going to let them back in. We're all going to sweat. We're all going to lose a few pounds because of it, and then they're going to pull it out in the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I like it. So they what's your score right. prediction, Papa Ryan? Man, every time we do this, I want to pick Buffalo by, you know, 10, whatever. Because on paper, we should win this game easily, because largely because of the injuries. <clears throat> Did you know Vegas has, a fa- has Buffalo favored by five and a half? Five yeah. and a half. When that line opened, it was three. It was minus three Buffalo. Yeah, and I think it's because of those injuries on the offensive line. I in the game against the Ravens, the Bengals, they were moving up and down the field. When they lost Jonas Jennings, or not Jennings, well the other tackle, the left tackle. It's a lot of names. when they lost him, that's when the offense just kind of shut down. Like really, they just could not do what they were normally doing. And the Ravens defense, although the Ravens defense is pretty good, especially since they added um Gosh, I'm terrible with names. I just talked about this guy too, but the middle linebacker, uh, all pro. But anyways, Logan. no, not Logan Wilson. Anyways, um, I just <laughs> feel like that our defense, sixth best defense in the league, we should be able to make some plays. We should be able to get this done. Um, <laughs> there we go. There's Uncle Joe's. We get Joe's. 3421. Uh, I don't see one in here from you, Tony. I need a score prediction from you. He left. Oh, he Did bounced. He? Oh, ah. yeah. He's got to go pay, play some Apex Legends. That's fine. All right. <laughs> I just quit stalling. Roquan Smith. Does Buffalo, uh, does Buffalo, Roquan Smith, that's the one. Does there Buffalo make a statement here? That's the question. What do you consider a statement? <laughs> Last week was a statement. <laughs> Not a good sort statement. <laughs> no, it's still a statement, though. It's you know what I mean. After all about. that crap, there it is. Talking. There yeah, it is. Thirty to twenty-seven, and so he's got a three-point win. Man, okay. Here we go. Buffalo's on this streak of thirty plus, so they're going to get thirty. I'm going to say thirty-five. And because we just have this knack all season of keeping the opponent in the game, I think it's 30, 
38 30. 38 to 30? Yeah. All right. Who else? I'm going 34-27. Yeah. 34-27 Buffalo. Casey's 34-27. No, uh, wrote... no, 34-30. I'm sorry. 34-30 for three points. And I wrote <laughs> it down earlier, too, points. before you brought it up, the three-point thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going <laughs> – sorry. I'm going 35-38 Bills. 38-35. Yeah. Okay. I mean – I don't, honestly, I don't even know that Cincinnati is going to get in the 30s. I, I don't. What concerns me, though, is the fact that, again, Buffalo has just been all season long allowing these teams to hang around, and they do just enough to beat whoever it is they're playing, regardless of their level of talent or, or whatever. So that kind of concerns me, and that's the only reason why I say that, that it's 38-30. I think, unfortunately, we probably have a couple of turnovers again, but I think our defense can do just enough to – compensate for that i guess like they've been doing so yeah i'll stick with 38 30 all right um before we continue on so a couple other things really quick number one is is this little nugget uh join bet us they are america's favorite sports book you can go over to uh my uh, my bio on twitter at ronnie Eastham. there's a link there get yourself signed up make a first time deposit and you will receive 125 percent sign up bonus uh, we are working on getting a promo code that you can use going forward. However, we don't have that yet. So when we do, we will certainly share that with you. Um, last thing, guys, and I know we're already over, and that's fine. The MVP race. Is Mahomes a lock? Yep. I, I mean, I can't so say I don't, Allen, so don't, I don't even ask me. I don't like the – I don't like <laughs> the I award the being called most it. valuable player. Because it all like my whole thought process with this started when West when Russell Westbrook had a triple doubles the first triple double season and didn't win MVP and I was and if it wasn't for him his team that team wouldn't have won I don't know twenty games ten games I don't watch NBA but I know enough to win if you do something historical like that you deserve you're the most valuable player to your team most valuable player. Josh Allen to the Bills is hands down the most valuable player. Yeah. We lose we lose Diggs. That's going to suck, but we still have Josh Allen. And it's the same thing with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. If they lose Travis Kelsey, that's going to suck, but they still have Patrick Mahomes. So between those two, who's more valuable to their team? To me, you break it down. All right, so – I would say Andy Reid's probably a better coach than Sean McDermott. At, at mm. least at, at this point in their careers, mm. I would say so. Um, I mean, if you're going to compare accolades, of course, but well, there are just, different types of coaches. When McDermott gets to Andy Reid's age, he might be in, <laughs> 10 times better coach he is. You know, I mean, he's That's still like, young. This like 30 is his, years from now. <laughs> well, it's, it's only his seventh year coaching. You know, he's so, still yeah. growing and you learning as well. Um, I, by the definition, Allen's the most valuable player in the league, just the same way LeBron is, was for 15 years the most valuable player in the NBA every year in and out because because of him, his team was so good. Because of Josh Allen, the Bills are so good. The Eagles, that's a mix of Nick Sirianni and all the additions that they've made. You know, So, I mean, Jalen Hurts yeah. played out of his mind this year, but he did not 
I don't think he's the MVP because of all the weapons. Same thing as Tua. Take that right away because of all his weapons and his coaching. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are the two MVPs of the league. I mean, Mahomes just has the stats to win it. Yeah. And for me, that drives me nuts. Yep. Because Agreed. Josh Allen it is deserves a it more. Stats based only. Well, I'll say the stats based and name recognition only award. Like you can go back three seasons ago when Josh Allen first came on um, and it just exploded in the league with his incredible season and Aaron Rodgers won it. You can make an army argument that season that uh, Josh Allen should have had that, the MVP. But that was Absolutely. his first year of putting up those kind of numbers. And it was like, Josh Allen, isn't this – wait, who's that guy again? Oh, yeah, that's the guy we thought was going to be a bust. Maybe he still is because he's got to prove it for another season. That was a lot of the narrative at that time. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Rodgers got – I think if Allen put up those same numbers this season, Allen would be hands down MVP. Yep, agreed. I, um, think, he, I think if he just literally had less turnovers. I think if he had yeah. ten, 10 interceptions this year, he would win MVP hands down. Yeah, well, Mahomes has got twelve picks himself. I mean, he's no. Yep, that's only two more, two less than. Yeah, uh, I don't know how many fumbles Mahomes has though. I can't say that for sure. Uh, I know probably Allen, not nearly as many because he doesn't Mahomes, run as often. Mahomes probably right. win it, and I'm gonna feel like I did when LeBron James beat Carmelo Anthony for Rookie of the Year. <laughs> yeah, I'm loyal to Syracuse. Yep. <laughs> uh, so there's a couple of things. So this was sent to us by one of our our listeners. Um, and this was a while, a few weeks back, so keep that in mind. But at the time, Mahomes had just a little less than 300 yards more. He had only two total touchdowns more. And actually, I believe Allen passed him at some point, but because of the, that one game with the, the Bengals, uh, the interceptions at that time were the same. In fact, over the last, I think it is six weeks, six games, six games, Allen has fewer turnovers than Mahomes. I don't know the exact number, but I did see that stat earlier today. Uh, a couple of other things. Mahomes, um, offensive line ranking second compared to Buffalo's 26, which I believe that's coming off of PFF uh, numbers. Uh, games in adverse weather. Allen's played in seven adverse weather games. Mahomes, zero. Clear weather or dome. Mahomes has played in 14 games. Allen, seven. Uh, drop pass rate. Uh, that would be Allen, number one, Mahomes' sixth most drops. Uh, that's, of course, the team ranking. So there's a lot of – You're getting me really hopeful. <laughs> well, there's a lot of exterior factors that uh, I think come into play here. Nobody's going to look at that, though. Everybody's going to look at the sure. fact that Patrick Mahomes set the record for the most total yards by a quarterback this season, although he did need that 17th game to do it because he, he did not break the record after we, the 16th game, which – Okay, you still break the record, that's fine. And I'm not going to say put an asterisk next to it because of the 17th game, but that does change that. Hey, man, so, we had a countdown for Josh Allen. We can't say much. <laughs> we did. But we were that countdown, if you looked at those numbers, he was on pace to break it after 15 weeks at, at one point. And then all the weather shit hit. How and the injury. Games because of the weather. The injury. Like There were so many outside factors that, that changed um, – the trajectory, because I, I think at midseason, if you asked anybody, they were like, oh, yeah, Josh Allen's got the MVP. It's his. And he was the MVP favorite coming into the season. I do think Mahomes is a lock for it this year. So Mahomes, Which, sorry to interrupt, but he had almost a 1,000 yards more passing than Josh Allen. Well, he keep in mind that he played one game more, too. He had 5,250 
and Allen had 42.83. So give them the the average is Jet for Josh Allen. That's 267. So let make it even. He's through for 45. seven seven hundred and fifty more yards. Yeah, than Josh. He had 41 passing touchdowns. Josh had 35. So yeah. give Josh, you know, low side two touchdowns. So he's at 37 from that missed game. Um, at Mahomes had the season. I mean, he deserves. It. He did. I mean, but he Allen, did but Allen also deserves it as much for the same reasons. Yeah, and the and other my reasons only that point, are irrelevant to it. Oh. Well, that's my that was my point. Is <laughs> yeah. there the reasons that people aren't going to talk about is the things that affect a player's stats, which largely is the weather, like the injury, the weather. And I know this came up, uh, you know, on social media a few times and people are like, I can't, you know, you can't use weather as an excuse. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. How many passes did Mac Jones throw last year in that win game (laughs) because of the weather? Yeah. Like it is a thing. It does change things. Um, All right. I think I'm done with that little rant. Um, Last thing I will say is, People, please lay off of Ken Dorsey. I think he's doing a great job. Uh, we have one of the best offenses in football, so stop. Stop asking, calling for his firing. Start. Stop hoping that he gets signed as a head coach to Carolina. Like, give this guy a break. Now, give him, you know, a couple years to kind of learn the role and the, the position, and then, you know, we'll see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any any last things from you guys? Yeah, real quick. Um Mike and I are going to the game this weekend, and the tickets so were up. given up. to us by an anonymous donor, somebody that would not like their name to be given out. But we just want to say thank you very much. I mean, it was very thoughtful of them to do that, and we will for sure be returning the favor. Oh, yeah. We're very grateful for that. So, so awesome. That being said, thank you. Parked on Allen Street right between Mafia House and Hammerlot, and let's go <laughs> freaking do this. All right. Let's one up. more. Yep. One more thing, really quick. Uh, just threw it up there. Uh, check out the. Uh, if you go to Twitter at Bills Mafia Babes, uh, there on their site, it's from Terrell Dodson, I believe, posted the uh, GoFundMe link, where you can donate, and all the donations go to help the uh, Buffalo community kind of still who, which is still rebuilding and trying to uncover from all the snowstorm. Well, the two snowstorms uh, last month, so uh, you can do that. And that's all I got. Go Bills. All right. Go Bills. Let's go Bills.